This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. You know what's so fucking funny too? I had no idea it was that easy to storm a government office. Well, that's that's <laughs> like, that's the most shameful thing about it. I'm is, like, I thought all of our money went into our military yeah, and our armed and our officers. System. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't know it was that easy. If it was that easy, I would have broken into the White House and fucking slapped Trump around his fat, juicy ass. I would have, I would have got that duck booty and I would have cussed that shit super hard, baby. But that's the thing is that even though there was kind of like that in five four three two one what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the genius brain podcast if you are a first time listener you are in for a fucking doozy (laughs) this is the best podcast in the world every other podcast you listen to is trash (laughs) it sucks even my friends podcasts (laughs) yeah the only only one that's uh i guess might get a little pass would be tiger belly then right oh yeah I love, uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out shout out to the father of all uh, podcasts the man who actually got me into doing podcasts uh, again aside Bo- from that yes uh, everything bobby else lee. is garbage bobby lee I, I love you very much you are the best um you're the only person i know that has shat in his car more than six times in his whole life oh my god really no you, this dude has shit in his car uh-huh. so many fucking times like he can't hold his bowels wow so he just poops. does he does he have ibs or some shit or maybe <laughs> and a lot of other problems too i love that man dude he's the best this fool like on his podcast has openly admitted to sucking dudes dicks <laughs> you didn't know this no so well it's i guess he kind of got molested <laughs> Oh, no. not by an older man though, by like one of his friends. Oh no! So he told this he told this story on uh-huh. on his podcast where uh, he had like either a best friend or yeah. a really good friend from back at home. Yeah, and I guess you know when you're a kid, you don't really know. You're kind of experimenting. You don't know what's whoa, really going whoa, whoa, whoa. on. How old? Like what? What's like elementary school age? Okay, like super okay. young. But I guess like they would. I don't know. They would pay like suck a dick or some shit like like a game. Oh my god! And after a while, I think he was just kind of like. I don't think this is right, <laughs> you know, but well, he jokes about it, but it's very serious. Yeah. I only laugh about it because he laughs about it, well, you know? I mean, obviously that's a fucked up scenario, but what's even more fucked up is this sociopath of a friend that he has at that age where he's already plotting I'm, and he's that devious, you I'm know? telling you, but he goes to therapy and stuff to work his stuff out, but yeah. I think a lot of comics have these weird backstories. Oh, dude, humor comes from dark places, Oh, for man, sure. You know? It's extreme, though. That's why I told that that's, he's... That's pretty extreme. That's that's god awful. Dude, I put this down right now. Yeah. Bobby Lee is the most gangster person I know on earth because he's the <laughs> only guy I know that has sucked dick from a guy on purpose <laughs> but never went to prison once. <laughs> and is still straight. That oh, fool man. is gangster, dude. That dude, that's crazy, bro. I had no idea. Dude, if you just listen to Tiger Belly, it's yeah. some of the most insane stuff I've ever heard in my life. Like yeah. you would think so I guess recently too, he had Carlos Mencia on his podcast mm-hmm. and I was listening to it this morning, Yeah, but they were recounting the story about how 
when uh, him and Carlos Mencia went to Honduras. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it sounds so ridiculous when he tells the story, but yeah. Carlos Mencia is like, no, he's telling the truth. This yeah. is exactly what Honduras <laughs> is like. It's, it's fucking nuts. Because, you know, when Bobby, it seems like he's being extremely, like, hyperbolic. Yeah. But, you know, Carlos Mencia is like, no, this is some real shit. Wait, so um, I thought there was kind of like that whole beef with like Mencia and like Joe Rogan and like Bobby. Oh, Joe Rogan hates his guts. Yeah. But when it came to Carlos Mencia's stuff, Bobby has always said on the podcast that he was a mentor to him. Mm-hmm. So when Bobby was like a nobody comic, Carlos Mencia was actually the guy that was showing him the ropes, put him on the road with mm-hmm. him. And he was very, very generous. So Bobby yeah. has only said great things about him. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan, on the other hand, yeah. fucking hates his guts. Right. I mean, but he has a legit gripe, right? I mean, the dude was fucking swagger jacking. I wonder why. But the only thing that's odd to me about yeah. the whole Joe Rogan thing uh-huh. is that Carlos Mencia is not the first person to ever do that. Yeah. So why specifically Carlos Mencia? Mm. Also, because Joe Rogan has defended Amy Schumer. Mm. And Amy Schumer has stolen way more right, jokes than right, Carlos Mencia right. and, has. And has reached a bigger fame probably than Carlos Mencia ever has. Exactly. Yeah. So, but on, like somebody was, I didn't see this episode, but yeah. people were telling me that Joe Rogan was like, no, like he was defending Amy Schumer. Uh-huh. I'm like, that means that there's something deeper behind sure. the Carlos Mencia sure. thing that people yeah. aren't, that he's not saying and Carlos yeah. won't talk about. Yeah, yeah, probably. I bet you they were friends or homies or some shit. Yeah. And I don't know, Carlos Mencia probably just nutted on or, 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 to, or in Joe Rogan's mind, he just he was just always that dude where it's just like, I want to kick his ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he, maybe like he just didn't dude. like him. Yeah, I just don't like this dude, you know? That's all the reason he needs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know what the whole reason behind that shit is, though. But hey. Um, there was a there was a photo back here. I just want to, <laughs> just in case the homie sees guys, it. If you guys have not noticed, so this, so my buddy Tommy, dope artist, a uh, friend of mine. He's actually been on this podcast before. He makes some of the dopest shit I've ever seen in my life. And specifically, he had this Tyson DMT uh, art art piece that he did. Now this one right here, there's somebody I know. His name is Nose Rain. Also a great uh, artist as well. <laughs> Hey, I love you, dude. It just wasn't matching. The I didn't theme. take your photo out because I don't like your art. Yeah, it's just it was the odd man out. Yeah, exactly. You you were fucking up the Power Ranger Zordon, the, the, the Zord, the Voltron man. Yeah, you were fucking up the the, the you know the Voltron vibe. So I had to get rid of it. Uh, but that's that's just what that is. But check out Tommy's stuff. You could check out uh, Nose Rain stuff too. It's it's really amazing. But I had to kick your shit out because it was fucking up the vibe. But <laughs> um, today though. We're going to talk, oh man, there's so much shit that happened. There and, is a uh, lot of shit, man. So last week, we kind of lightly touched on this topic where <laughs> uh, people were asking, yo, you should talk about the the attack uh, on the, the Capitol in D.C., mm. right? Mm. So when I was shooting the podcast with Alex and uh, Pat, yeah. it literally just happened that day, and I wasn't online. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't really looking into anything. Mm-hmm. So I was finding out information about it as they were talking on the podcast. Yeah. Right, with the dude that was dressed as the fucking trailer park Braveheart. Mm-hmm. You know, the fucking guy with the buffalo hat. Yeah. When they were telling me that shit, I thought yeah. they were joking. Yeah, yeah. But literally, this dude had a cut off buffalo head on yeah. his head. Yeah. That is a fucking psychopath. I, you know, I saw it happening live as it was breaking out. And I was like, you know what? It's a sad day in American history, but I'm not surprised. You know, mm-hmm. I am not surprised, especially with the guy. Who's the guy at the helm? Who's the guy who's instigating all this? Who's the guy who's, you know, inciting this? Yeah, so when I was kind of, you know, looking into it, right? And the reason why I don't want to talk about it so quick off the bat is because Mm -hmm. I literally didn't know anything about what was going on. It just looked like chaos and mayhem. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing I looked up was, how the fuck 
Did this happen? <laughs> what the fuck happened on Capitol Hill? Right. And so then I was reading a couple of quotes and you know when people say, because when I read certain headlines, I'm very uh, skeptical about mm -hmm. what I'm reading just mm -hmm. because whether you're on the left or the right, uh, media will always sensationalize whatever they're saying yeah. or what's what's actually happening. So, you know, the, the what people were saying was that it was because of what Trump said during a very specific speech. And I'm like, that shit. Well, we'll see about that. And then I, I can't find the quote right now, but this fool literally said, storm the Capitol. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, he like, said, dude, he said in his words, like, we can't be weak. We mm -hmm. can't be weak right now. You know, uh, we need to fight. I mean, you even had guys like uh, Rudy Giuliani saying trial by combat. Well, what the fuck you mean trial by con? What the fuck are you talking about, bro? Are we in the fucking 16th century, <laughs> yeah, you What the fuck? fuck are you talking about, man? That's fucking nuts to me, dude. Yeah. So, you know, uh, all that shit kind of um, led up to today, which was the first president in history to be impeached twice. That's um, so fucking crazy. Yeah, and, and uh, for incitement of insurrection. And, and that's exactly what it was. It was an mm -hmm. insurrection, right? So it was a wild thing to watch unfold. Um, and like... I, you know, there's a lot of things to get into it within that, but I think kind of the uh, one of the things that really bothered me a lot about the whole thing was like everyone was obviously pointing out at how terrible the situation was, but then you had the the staunch Trump reporters who were was they were playing the whole what aboutisms again. I hate well, what about oh. Black Lives Matter movement and and that riot? It's like come on, man. It's that's a fucking completely separate thing because the Black Lives Matter movement, the protests, the peaceful protests, largely were peaceful, were organized, was orderly, and then you had these uh, rogue agents coming in. It was and, and the rioting parts and the looting part that that was not organized. Yeah, that was just scattered and happening all throughout different areas. This was a different situation. They were on a mission. They mm -hmm. went there for a purpose. And they were galvanized by mm -hmm. the president of yeah, the United exactly, States. Exactly. By something he specifically said. He's like, we should storm the Capitol. Yeah. I mean, I might be butchering the actual quote. I can't find it, but I, I read it earlier today and I was mm -hmm. watching the video where he said it. Mm -hmm. And I was, uh, even for, for Trump, I was a little shocked. Yeah. And this is what I'm talking about when, when I've said this before, when it comes to who he is and what he does, we could talk about. You know, people love to talk about economics, right? Yeah. They're like, well, you don't know what Trump has done for this country economically speaking. And I'm like, bitch, neither do you. You fucking <laughs> don't know. You don't have numbers. Yeah. You just say broad things, just like I do a lot of the times too. And that's where I fuck up a lot, right? But besides all that, I can't be behind somebody, whether or not you could talk about, you know, he's from, you know, money, you know, he knows business and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. We could talk about all that stuff at another time. But what is important to me, when I look at somebody who wants to lead this country, is somebody who understands how fucking powerful his words are. Yeah. And he doesn't get it. People keep saying he's a genius. I don't think he's a genius. <laughs> no. I, I really do yeah. believe he says things. Yeah. Off the cuff, off man. Off the cuff. Yeah. With his emotions. Yeah. And he doesn't think about the actual consequences, such as <laughs> this shit. I mean, come on, man. He said to Pence, do you want to go down in history as a patriot or do you want to go down in history as a pussy? <laughs> You can't make this shit up, bro. God, that's a fire-ass line. You can't make that shit up. Like, this guy is fucking something else. And and 
the craziest shit about all of this, what 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 it's stemming from is the idea that there was widespread fraud in the election mm-hmm. and in the voting process. There still hasn't been a single piece of credible evidence that has come out to substantiate those claims. Of course not. But people still run with it and they they will not listen to objectiveness. They, they won't, won't listen, listen to, reason. to facts. Yeah, they won't listen to reason. And that's the part that's the scariest thing, man, because it's like this might be kind of um an introduction of what's to come. This this might be like the prologue. You know yeah. what I mean? Cuz next week now we have the inauguration mm-hmm. and there's already talks about the Boogaloo boys kind of organizing. Oh really? Yeah. Already, huh? And and you know, those guys are like a militarized like guerrilla group, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so you got the National Guard sleeping in the hallways of Capitol Hill. Like they were saying news anchors were saying even after uh 9/11, it wasn't even like that. You know what I mean? Like it, th- there was not that amount of uh presence, security presence on on Capitol Hill even after 9/11. You know what's so fucking funny too? I had no idea it was that easy to storm a government office. Well, that's that's like, that's the most shameful thing about it. I'm is, like, I thought all of our money went into our military and yeah, our armed and our officers. System. What the fuck? I didn't know it was that easy. Yeah. If it was that easy, I would have broken to the White House and fucking <laughs> slapped Trump around his fat, juicy ass. I would have, I would have got that duck booty and I would have cussed that shit super hard, baby. But that's the thing is that even though there was kind of like that whole idea of storming the Capitol, how underprepared they were for that and, and how, how much they didn't organize for that. Can you imagine if it was a group of minorities oh, saying that shot they, dead. Yeah, who, who were saying that we're going to storm the Capitol? You think they it, it would have been the down. same kind of response? No, the National Guard was sent in yeah. for the BLM movement. Where the fuck was the National Guard for this? Yeah. Right? I mean, of course, Trump's not going to call them in. Mm-hmm. That's his people. Yeah. You know, he had no choice but to say what he said afterwards of like, oh, you guys need to go home and not do this type of shit. Dude, I found out later on too, obviously, because I'm, you know, and the reason why I'm kind of late with all this information Mm -hmm. is because sometimes I just, it's hard for me to read this stuff. Yeah. Because last year when we were going through this stuff, I just sat in my room and I kept reading things over and over and over. It's and it was, fucking exhausting, man. It, w- it was fucking up my psyche. Yeah. It was yeah. It was making me angry. Yeah. It was making me upset. Yeah. And there was an officer that was actually killed there too. Yeah. So we're having this conversation right now where I've heard so many times over and over and over that BLM is anti-police force, right? And it's all about Blue Lives exactly. Matter. Exactly. You guys literally <laughs> mobbed the Capitol and you murdered a police exactly. officer with a fucking... The fire extinguisher. The irony is just perfect, man. Right? It's just perfect. And then even though this stuff is addressed, there's a lot of what about isms that come in. And mind you too, this is also this also happened with the BLM movement when it was come to writing, right? Because I had a big issue with that as well. Mm-hmm. I had an issue because I'm pro BLM and there was comments that were saying like, well, we're not being heard, so we're just gonna fuck shit up. I don't agree with that. No, I'm not sure. a part of that. For sure. Exactly. You know exactly. That's what a reasonable person says. Yeah. That's what a reasonable person mm-hmm. says. You can look at something that you support, and if you find something wrong in it, point that out, mm-hmm. right? I said the same shit. I'm with it. I'm with the protesting. I'm with the movement. Mm-hmm. But the violence, the looting, the, no, there, there's no place for that shit. So why can't the same thing be applied here in this situation? If mm-hmm. you're a staunch Trump reporter, 
I mean, not reporter, um, supporter, supporter, and you're looking at this shit happen, why can't you say, yeah, what happened was wrong? Mm-hmm. That should not have happened. That was an attack on democracy, like the core foundation of this country. Mm-hmm. This podcast is brought to you by Junbi Matcha. Do you hate the jitters and crash that coffee gives you? Well, say no more, my friends, because hundreds of thousands of people are drinking Junbi Matcha, not only for the health benefits, but for the caffeine boost that lasts without the crash of coffee. You can mix it, have it hot, ice cold, or try it with your favorite juices and have fun with it. Remember, not all matcha is created the same, and Junbi has the highest quality matcha you can find straight from a farm in Japan, handpicked and curated to get you the best quality there is. No competition. To get 10% off your first order of tins and packets, go to junbishop.com. That's J-U-N-B-I shop.com and enter code GeniusBrain to get 10% off your first order. That's J-U-N-B-I shop.com code GeniusBrain. Instead, it's like, well, no, but look at what happened during the Black Lives Movement. Yeah, why can't we find common ground in, in blatant stupidity? <laughs> that's, the, that's the crazy thing to me. When, when you see people who are a part of this nation, mm-hmm. right, they go in, they storm the Capitol looking like trash bag hillbillies, right? The dude dressed in the fucking buffalo hat. Here's the, uh, another alarming thing that people don't really think about, yeah. right? We've already discussed multiple times how when it comes to these type of organized groups, there's people who infiltrate it, right? We mm-hmm. talked about Antifa, all mm-hmm. this other stuff. Mm-hmm. You guys stormed the fucking Capitol with people who knew that this was going to happen. What makes you think for one fucking second there weren't people in that group that's there that that's there to hurt this country? This is not something that I'm like, Mister. Con- I'm not a conspiracy theorist right, at all. Right, right. But there was computers stolen with fucking physical data and information in there. Yeah, that is fucking nuts. You know they found bombs too. They found, and the FBI is not sure why it didn't go off, but it was legit bombs with timers on it. So it's like. That's fucking nuts. What, what, what are we trying to do here? Like, yeah. what, what are we really trying to accomplish here? Are, are, are we trying to start a revolution? Or not we. Are yeah. these people trying to start a revolution? Is, is that the goal here? Like, what, what, I didn't understand. What, what is the goal? What are you trying to do here? What is the purpose? What's the end game? <laughs> yeah, what is the end game? What was going to happen? Do you think doing this is going to overturn the election? Nothing is going to change. Like, you have to understand that. So, with that in mind, with that in mind, what the fuck is the goal? What are you trying to prove? Are you trying to prove, based on your bullshit facts and your conspiracy theories, that there was widespread election fraud? I mean, the amount of fucking organization and colluding that needs to take place for that to happen on a national level, America's not capable of it. It's insane. And you know what's funny, too? Like, I, I kept seeing these small clips yeah. where there were people that were quote-unquote whistleblowing, saying like, yo, these people are not counting ballots or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I did even, which for me, when I was seeing that, I was like, yo, that's kind of fucked up. It's Whether, so fucked up, see, it, it, it makes your gas come yeah, up. Yeah, it makes you want to throw up. <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot of people who are a part of the Republican Party saying mm-hmm. like, listen, I wanted Trump to win, right? But the, the idea that you think that our system, like our voting system in America is that bad, they're right. like, yeah, there's, there's, uh, voter fraud that happens at a very small scale every time somebody becomes the president. Mm-hmm. Those people who have those ballots every four years, they're going to dump a few off here and there because there's some sick fucks who will do that. That's been happening since ever. Mm-hmm. But the amount that they're saying that he needs with 11, 12,000 is not around. Right. Either way, he would have lost. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. So people it's- won't even... 
They won't even listen to that. Like yeah. these are just facts. Yeah. This is not something that people are just saying to, you know, bolster their side. It's just these are facts. These are people on your political side that are saying this. So there's some type of reasoning for this. Take the L, move on, leave with grace. Have the people who loved you love you, and then that's it. That's yeah, all it takes. Exactly, man. He doesn't exactly. care about this country because you can see it in how he's behaving. Even when he addressed telling people to go home, the first thing that he said before telling people, hey, this isn't the right thing to do, he goes, oh, I'm so mad that there's voter fraud. I know I'm right there with you. He still has to bring it back towards him. The yeah. guy, this guy's a level 50,000 narcissist. For this sure. is who he is. For sure. The ego and the narcissism is out of control. And the saddest part about that shit is, is the group of people that he's duping. Yeah. It's blue collar workers and people thinking that they he actually gives Cares. a fuck about him. Mm -hmm. You know? He doesn't. He does not give a fuck about any of these people. Mm -hmm. He only cares about himself. You guys are just giving him a platform to be able to, you know, kind of embrace himself in that way. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's it's fucking ridiculous. And, and you would read tweets from, you know, people from the far right wing side saying this was a protest. You know, when people... And there was the what about isms where they said when they were uh, marauding and looting Target and Walmart, those mm -hmm. are riots. Mm -hmm. This isn't a riot. You don't see people stealing shit. And then there's literally photos of people stealing podiums, computers. That, that got listed, listed on eBay, bro. Oh, that got listed on fucking eBay. <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking nuts? Why would you write that shit? You yeah. know that's not true. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying. And I expect people who are in high political power to be smarter than that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like I said, I don't really have a side, yeah. right? This is why me, I'm, I'm very like kind of in the middle about. Oh things. no, I, I have a side on this matter. Oh for no, for sure. sure. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but when I see this, it's like, how can you just? How can you? When you have a public platform, right? You know that either you're a correspondent for whatever political view that you have, mm -hmm. you can openly say these stupid things that are clearly not true. All it takes is one Google search, mm -hmm. right? For you to say that. The, the looting in Walmart and Target are riots, and this isn't. Blows my fucking mind. They found bombs. A fucking cop was murdered with a fucking fire extinguisher for crying yeah. out loud. Yeah. Right? They were destroying the place, wrecking it. Somebody broke into uh, Pelosi's office, started yeah. taking photos in there. Yeah. Which that motherfucker's in jail now. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Well, I mean, there's a, there's a big investigation. To, to find the people that they're looking for. Oh, because this stuff just doesn't happen. No, for sure. And there for was sure. clips of cops just letting them right the fuck on through. And taking selfies with, with some of these people. So that makes you think like, oh, this is how, how deep does it go with this shit? You know what I, I mean? I wonder. I really do wonder. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the crazy shit about it is, is like the comparisons that these people are making. Like, look, I'm not saying the rioting and looting stores and small businesses right by any means. You know, that's wrong. My family's been on the receiving end of that. For, so for sure, I, I, I have a gripe with that. But this is a different level. This is an attack on the country and the government and, and like our core principle, like what the country is built on top of. And they want know? to compare this to like riding in the streets? Yeah, exactly. That's it's, apples and oranges. Yeah, it this is. is. This is way worse yeah I, I know people want to say like they're both the same and it's not yeah it is absolutely not yeah they made they showed a huge weakness number one in our national security mm -hmm. that right there for me as an american mm -hmm. is frightening mm -hmm. you, you have to understand what that makes us look like as a country that a bunch of hillbillies climbing a wall 
they just went right the fuck on into the cap. That's all it took. Well, you know what? Add another one to the fucking list. You know, with, with how things have gone in 2020, and now things bleeding over into 2021. Right? I mean, it, Trump hasn't exactly done a good job of making America a leader. You know, and making America look like the country that it's always been. Um, so it's just add another one to the list, man. Dog, watching people trying to climbing the wall in the yeah. Capitol was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I feel like these were just, just these bunch of white people just climbing it up, saying, "I told you walls don't work. We can <laughs> we could climb this shit easy, baby." That's what I'm saying, man. Like the irony of the whole situation is just perfect. You know, it's I mean, and and what a fucking terrible tragedy. But also, what a perfect ending to like the the end of Trump's presidency. Kind of like. The, the culmination of it being a second impeachment too. Yeah. Um, and so, man, it's it's been a really, really like draining and exhausting and disheartening. And uh, I'm so show. curious because obviously on this channel, there's a bunch of people who are trolls, mm -hmm. especially the way I'm going to title this. There, mm -hmm. there are people who are hyper pro Trump, hyper mm -hmm. right wing, hyper pro Republican mm -hmm. that are come that are, that are going to come in it's and fine. say something. That's fine. Which is fine. Which is yeah. going to. But they're usually not fans of this channel. It's, mm -hmm. it's people who who just have to say their piece. Yeah. They have to infiltrate, right. and put their piece in. Right. Which is going to be so because I want to know, like in my personal opinion. I, the first impeachment, a lot of people felt like it was a reach on both sides, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So I can understand that. Mm -hmm. This second one, I want to hear what they're going to say <laughs> because it's televised what he said. It's literally recorded yeah. about his words that caused an insurrection. So what the fuck is somebody going to say? They're going to say it's justified. They're going to say it's justified what he said because there is widespread voter, voter fraud. Yeah. They're going to say it's justified. I mean, that's what they're falling back on. I mean, that's, that is the core idea behind everything that's happening right now. And you know what? You got guys like Rudy Giuliani, you got guys like Trump, you got guys like Trump Jr. who are just provoking these people. Yeah. You know, just spreading fucking absolute lies and falsehoods and and firing these people up. And it's like, <laughs> yes, shame on the people for getting fooled like that, but also more so shame on the people who are in the position of power and have a platform to reach a lot of people. To, to do this type of, I mean, it's just absolutely despicable, you yeah. know? And I fucking hope that Trump's ass spends his, the rest of his life in jail after after he's out of office. Because um, it doesn't look like he's going to be, you know, forced out of office before inauguration. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty unlikely. But I do hope, man, that these uh, investigations that are going on... Um, Lands his ass in jail because that's what he fucking deserves. Oh, dude, they would After. love his fat ass, dude. Like I'm telling, you, I'm, not, I'm talking about he got the juiciest ass of all presidents, presidents that has ever existed. That fool got a dunk on him, dude. Yeah, he does. That fool. Got his a, proportion is strange as fuck. He, he, he has his weird like lean. Yeah, he got that Michael Jackson lean. Yeah, I don't know how he does it. It's all like right? a magic trick. But he got that Kim K booty in the back. <laughs> that guy is. Oh man. <laughs> it's weird man like i i feel like the state of this country is getting worse and worse especially because now we're also dealing with this and then we're dealing with covid as well oh. like the california covid case situation is is it's really disheartening it's, you know it's unbelievable man and um and i'm probably i probably addressed this far multiple times on a podcast but i'm gonna just keep saying it again like people don't really understand how scary this virus can be yeah right man. and I understand, like, listen, I'm I'm with you on the stuff that most people are going to survive this, right? Mm -hmm. But from my personal perspective, and I'm pretty sure that a lot of people have this perspective as well, 
in the 32 years I've been alive, right? I have never, ever, ever known one person that has died from the flu Mm -hmm. because people keep mentioning the flu. They go, well, more people get infected by the flu or whatever, but I have never known anybody that died from the flu. And I could count now on both hands how many people I know through somebody else that has died from COVID. Yeah. So that's the alarming part, right? I know people who have now had memory loss from it. I know a buddy who can't remember shit from three months ago. Mm-hmm. He literally can't remember shit. Yeah. Even now, like it's been about a month and a half uh, since I caught COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm still exhausted as fuck. Mm-hmm. I've never had these symptoms with the flu. Yeah. Like, you know me, like I'm an insomniac. Yeah. Bro, I'm taking naps and shit. <laughs> you just tell me each other Pepsi, I'm still sleepy. Yeah. Like this, this, this is like some weird shit to me. You know, like I'm not, I, I still don't feel the same. My brain is still kind of foggy. Like mm-hmm. this it's it's just such a novel virus and people just don't want to take it seriously. And I'm on the side with a lot of business owners who are suffering. Like I, I get it. For sure. But For everybody sure. does have to play their part so we can go ahead and just get rid of this shit as yeah. fast as possible. So yeah. I, I don't know. Like I, I don't know the answers to this, but. Nobody does. Nobody yeah. does. I mean, it, but but that's the thing is like there is a level of uh, sense and reason though, right? Of like what seems like a practical approach or not practical approach, but like practical things to do um, versus things that are not so practical. And the scariest shit about this thing is, is you don't know how it's going to affect you. You don't. Yeah. It's a, it's a gamble. Exactly. And why would you want to roll the dice on that? Why would you run it? Why would you run? Like, it's one thing if you're fucking betting it on red or black in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> not on your fucking life, though. Yeah, 100%. You know? If you care that little about your life and other people's lives, then, motherfucker, please walk around without a mask into crowded areas. Like this motherfucker, Bruce Wallace. You, yeah. Or Bruce Willis. You Bruce see? Willis. Yeah. This motherfucker really want to die hard, you know? <laughs> Dude, you know, I didn't, <laughs> you know, I didn't even know that uh, Twitter was, uh, or Twitter banned Trump from their Dude, platform. Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Snapchat, <laughs> like this, this guy is on a roll. <laughs> you guys took away my Snapchat. Yeah. How am I going to send my dick pics? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I had no idea. Well, because, you know, when in, in terms of like looking up a lot of the stuff, there yeah. was a, a huge concern. People were talking about like um, online or internet censorship and how sometimes it's going too far. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the videos that I saw, and I had to look this up too, uh, only because when I heard this, I thought it was really stupid yeah. because people were talking about it was an infringement on a uh, freedom of speech. No, because but then Twitter's I was, a private company. Exactly. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, isn't that a private company? Yeah. Because I think from what I remember from high school, I think that only applies to uh, government mm-hmm. uh, restricting your freedom yeah. of speech. So yeah. I actually had to look it up just in case yeah. before I said it on this podcast. Yeah. But let me just read something out to people. And once again, this isn't, this This is kind of get going to get kind of murky because obviously the constitution was written since the, the, the beginning of this country. Mm. So, the internet wasn't there at the time. Yeah. So there might be changes to this later on. Who really fucking knows? But uh, I read, so University of Florida, um, a professor, uh, Clay Calvert is a law professor at the University of Florida. Um, and he says the constitution actually is irrelevant here in terms of the banning of public officials, including President Trump from Twitter. And that's because the First Amendment of the United States Constitution only protects us from government censorship, not censorship by private entities such as Twitter, exactly. Facebook, or social media platforms. So, yeah. you know, it's a little bit off in terms of the constitutional uh, issue that's involved here. So if you read the actual part of the Constitution, it says that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or the press or the right of the people peaceably, peaceably to assemble and 
and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. So specifically Congress. So they're talking mm -hmm. about a government entity. Right. Because this is a private entity, it doesn't really They can do whatever count. the fuck they want. Exactly. <laughs> they can do it's like I get upset at TikTok all the time yeah. because my TikToks keep getting taken down. <laughs> like that's why I haven't been able to pop off on that platform. Like every time I curse or I say an opinionated thing, they take my shit down. Uh, so I'm like, fuck this app. <laughs> But I'm not over here, you know, yeah. saying like, yo, this is my freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to t teach these fucking three-year-old kids how to curse. Like, please, let me get back on TikTok. This this concept is so interesting. Like, yeah. people... And once again, the, the, the stuff that I read on Twitter wasn't from some layman. Mm -hmm. It was somebody who was in the political realm that has that blue check mark on mm -hmm. it. And they said that this is an infringement of the... Of, President Trump's constitutional rights. And I'm like, aren't you in the political yeah, space? Exactly. How do I know this? A layman and you don't know this. Exactly. Blows my mind. Not to fucking mention, it's like, bro, he's the president of the motherfucking United States. He has every single news media outlet. He can speak to people in masses. Blows my mind. He doesn't need fucking Twitter. He doesn't need Facebook. He doesn't yeah. need Snapchat. He has the motherfucking news outlets. Yeah. If if he would be willing to, you know, give him the time of day, yeah, but he, he thinks they're the enemy of the fucking state and the enemy of the people, but this guy does not need those platforms yeah. to communicate. You're good. He's just a fucking idiot. That's yeah. the problem. That's the fucking problem. You know, and at first, too, I remember when he was tweeting out stuff, I, I used to think to myself, like, yo, man, this fool got a funny-ass ghostwriter. Mm. Right? This is just him. This is a funny parody account. Yeah. I was like, yo, man, this dude got somebody writing some funny ass shit. Yeah. Like, he knows what he's doing. And then, when, as the president of the United States, he starts addressing people through his speeches and all these mm -hmm. public platforms, mm -hmm. where it's him standing and yeah. words coming out of his fucking mouth. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, he's writing this himself. Yeah. Like, this is just him. You know what I wish this motherfucker would do, though? That he would create these uh, fucking ghost accounts. Oh. I wish he would do that, dude. I once saw President Trump's dong. It was huge. It was amazing. Yeah. It was tremendous. I love it. Tremendous. And, and him trying to get back on the platform, you know? I, I wish he would do that. Dude, freaking, um, <laughs> there was an article that I read, um, and I got a little disappointed mm. and a little angry because, so I guess out in Florida, you, you know what a manatee is, right? Yeah. Manatee. They're like yeah, those, yeah, yeah. The, the freshwater. Yeah. Well, seawater or freshwater? I think it's freshwater. Are they uh, freshwater? Shit, I don't even fucking know. But uh -huh. they're like cute little 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 mini elephants in the water. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. And they just huge. Start... I mean, they're still pretty big. You uh, know? They're not the size of an yeah, elephant, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. But they're like one of the most gentle creatures ever. Yeah. But I guess some Trump uh, supporters mm -hmm. they they scabbed up uh, a manatee and they wrote Trump on its back. Why? I don't know. What the fuck is the symbolism behind <gasps> I, that? Like, and who the fuck was going to see this? Yeah. Like, your support of Trump on a fucking manatee. Well, how did you even fucking catch it, first of all? Well, there's really slow. Like, if you uh, swim, because uh -huh. when I went to Florida, I yeah. saw people just go next to a manatee, uh -huh. and they just float next to you. Uh -huh. They're that fucking gentle. Wow. You just float next to them. Why would you do that? I don't know. What? I, I, there's so many questions there. I don't like the color of this manatee. It's not wide enough. Trump all day, motherfucker. Now spread it to your friends. Get out there. Now you tell your little left-wing manatee friends about our Lord and Savior, Trump. Hallelujah. Please let him go. Yeah. Like I was shocked. I'm like, yo. But then I felt like more people were upset about the manatee than they were about the, the storming of the Capitol. And I'm like, yo, everybody's priorities are fucked up right now. I don't know what's going on. Dude. United States, when Trump came into office, actually turned into a fucking reality show. You know, it is. It, it really is. Yeah, and, and like I, I just, I just reflect back 
on like the past four years, especially this past year. And I'm like, I can't, I can't believe this has been real life, man. It's, it's, it's just, it's fucking wild and ridiculous. Yeah, I, it, well, the the positive thing about this too, hopefully, is that people are going to understand how important it is when it comes to media facets and what they say and how they write things, right? Because it's been going on for a while now, mm-hmm. and people have to get smart to this shit about what they read and how people sensationalize things, even for the side that I enjoy. Like sometimes I read these titles and I'm like, are you here to objectively tell the truth about what happened? Or are you here to get people angry and mad? Mm -hmm. Because the way you write things are fucking people up, right? And like some people will just read a title alone and they'll go on this political tirade, even though they haven't read everything. And it's, and it's, it, it just shows how fucking dumb people are still. They still don't understand that it's gonna take for you to, as an adult, to read things thoroughly and process things. Even if you don't agree with the side, right? You yeah. still have to know what's going on for you to form a, a somewhat of an opinion. And I'm not telling people to be experts, mm-hmm. but I'm saying that if you are gonna go on Facebook on these tirades with with no base or foundation to anything that they're saying besides their feelings. And I, you know, look, look I get it. I'm one of them motherfuckers too. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've definitely done that multiple times in the guise of comedy. Mm-hmm. I understand. But for example, even this title that I read, right, is talking about the the police officer the officer that was killed. It's a terrible tragedy, right? But even the way they titled this, he dreamed of being a police officer then was killed by a pro-Trump mob. Like, you know what you're doing when you wrote that. Right. Like you're trying to get people pissed off. Yeah, and you, that's you, not what you, we you're need. You're triggering people. Yeah. For sure. Um and and I mean, but that's that's kind of like the the age we're in now, right? Yeah. With clickbait titles. Because that's that's what they're going for. They're trying to get clicks. They want to trigger people because that'll get them views. That'll that'll get people to share the articles or share the tweet, whatever the case is. Yeah. And, like YouTube fun videos, mm-hmm. Instagram, whatever. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. That's based in the world yeah. of entertainment. Like Mr. B saying, I'm going to give $50,000. And he actually does it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so I'm like, like that's that cool. Makes sense. Yeah. You know, but when we're talking about news outlets, right? I even had a problem with this, like, and I didn't think about this when Trump became president. And I'm not sure if people remember this, but it was, I think it was CNN. Well, who's, who, what, what uh, media outlet is Don Lemon a part of? CNN. He's a part yeah. of CNN, right? And I understand the sentiment. But if you guys remember this years ago, maybe I'll even put this clip up. It might still be on the internet. But when Trump became president, right, Mm -hmm. and Don Lemon had to announce it, Mm -hmm. Don Lemon, like, rolled his eyes, and he was like, Trump is president. And I'm like, bro, you are a news outlet. Mm Mm-hmm. Leave those emotions at the door. Just yeah. report it. You got to be objective. You have to be objective. That yeah. is your job. Yeah. I agree with him, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But seeing that from a viewer's perspective, it's like, for sure. What the for fuck sure. are you, you have doing? more responsibility. Yeah, like yeah. be a little more responsible yeah. with the shit that you do. Journalistic integrity, right? Exactly. And that's that's a fault on both sides that yeah. I see. And absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's really starting to piss me off. Mm-hmm. It's like, when the fuck are we just going to just get information? Yeah. You know, yeah. it is not your job to put your own political bias when you say when you are part of a news station. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, but yeah, bias obviously exists on both sides. But I guess the thing that's most discouraging about like progress on that front is you look at how divided the country is right now. Yeah. That's not going to change anytime soon. Man. That's not going to go away because a new president's coming into office. Those same people are still going to be here. One year from now, two years from now, 10 years from now. And as long as that's the case, there's always going to be a sense of division. Now, a guy like Trump 
is going to really exaggerate that division, right? Make it more prominent, make it feel like, yes, there's group, it's like black and white, oil and water. These people are never going to mesh. It's either my side or that side. Um, and, 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 and to an extent, like that's kind of what the country has always been, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just that there won't be as much clashing or as much fighting within where you stand politically uh, based on kind of like the circumstances of the country. But this guy was instigator, a provoker, and, and he just kept fueling that fire to the point where like people started acting, thinking more emotionally than logically and reasonably. And, you know, the people on the right, there are definitely reasonable people. There are very reasonable Republicans, but there are also these motherfuckers that need to be held accountable. These people in office, these senators, right? Who before Trump came into office was telling a very different story about how damaging he would be. Guys like Lindsey Graham, that motherfucker. I hate that. I hate that <laughs> motherfucking guy the most. I fu- I hate his guts because he's such a fucking piece of shit. You know, mm-hmm. uh, guys like Ted Cruz, right? Um, even even the uh, the White House. Uh, what do you call her? Like the uh, the speaker or uh, the, I forgot what the official title is. Uh, McEnany whatever her name is, yeah, right? Uh, yeah. It, they, they've all been on record publicly, basically denouncing Trump. Oh, for sure. Yeah, talking about how bad he would be for the United States. How terrible he yeah, would be. Yeah, and how bad they would be for the Republican Party. And then you got these dick suckers who like that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and now they're pro-Trump because they're they care looking about at, their party. Exactly. Well, their party and their career. Yeah. But more so their career. Yeah. It's their political interest. Like that's. And th- th- that that cannot be fucking forgotten by the people. Yeah. Because the people have the power to put them and keep them there. Mm-hmm. They need to be fucking held accountable. Just because now here at the tail end, you got the GOP starting to turn their back on Trump because now he's like a cancer to them. Yeah. And he's hurting them. It's costing them votes and seats now. Yeah. Now they're saying. We got to just get rid of this guy, like Mitch McConnell, for example, Mm -hmm. right? But the people, the everyday people who have the power of the vote and and, and, and legitimate votes, not not this this fucking story of uh, election fraud, right? Because here's here's the crazy shit about that is how can some of these people who are on the same fucking ticket argue about there was major voter fraud when they won? When they won. Yeah. It's like, oh, so you're basically saying your fucking win was fraudulent then. Yeah, because they're dumb as shit. Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, the, the fucking amount of, like, energy you need to spend to just kill your brain cells, to just squash it, to, to get to that conclusion. Or, or if, if you were to say that they're actually reasonably intelligent people, they know exactly what they're doing. What's worse? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's knowing it and and knowingly misleading people, knowingly spreading misinformation, especially when you're a public servant. They're supposed to serve the public. And and the weird thing about this election too, even when Biden won, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people have this a, a similar sentiment to this, Biden winning didn't feel like 
a, a victory because the right president was elected. Right. It felt like a victory because we're trying to get this asshole out. Yeah, it's like a consolation prize almost, right? <laughs> yeah, because I'll be 100% honest with you. Yeah. I don't know much about Biden. Mm-hmm. I just know he's not Trump, mm-hmm. you know? And I know that I just didn't want this, <laughs> to me, this psychopath to become the president of the United oh, States again. Can you again. imagine another four more years of yeah. that shit, dude? I mean, it's insane, too, that Biden's campaign was literally... You don't want this guy to be president. <laughs> that was his whole it's campaign. It's really that easy, though. It's yeah. really that easy, right? It, it, like that speaks for itself. Yeah, you don't need to say anything else. If you, if you if you have any sense of like reason in you, you see that and that resonates with you. Like, yeah, you're fucking right. I don't want any more of this bullshit. Well, I don't want this motherfucker dominating my life all the time, dominating yeah. the headlines. Always something about him. Oh, like I've never seen a president in the news more than this guy ever, yeah. ever. I've never seen so many people talk about a president more than this guy. And and I guess uh that's a credit to his his uh branding abilities, yeah, right? He's genius yeah, apparently. Um but it, enough is enough, man. It it's it's been absolutely fucking exhausting. And and one thing that comes to mind is when Trump became the president uh back in 2016, there were people who there was that popular kind of uh, theme of he is not my president. Oh, that's right. I right? forgot there, about that. There was that. There was that. There were people who were saying we do not acknowledge him as the president. Okay, that's fine. But was there violence as a result of it? Was there was there an attack as a result of it? No, practicing your free that's what freedom of speech is. Yeah. Right? No, but it's like at the end of the day, you can say that, but yet he is your president. There's no getting away around it. Mm-hmm. You you could you could you're free to express your your feelings and your sentiment about it, but legally he is the president he's been elected into office i don't even know how that one girl what's her name tommy lauren i don't know Mm. how she even has such a huge platform this girl's literally the dumbest bitch ever because she 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 says things so confidently um and and like there's a base of people that it it resonates with fucking flat ass bitch I hate her so no, I, much, dude. I mean, she's fucking annoying. She's, she's really obnoxious. Yeah. It is, people have been fucking roasting her ass mm-hmm. because she wrote this very specific tweet saying that um, when, if Donald Trump wins mm-hmm. or or doesn't win, it's going to be peaceful, unlike the left that will riot. And, and I'm like, what in the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you know, but she right. says these things as like with, with, because she's like an absolutist, like, oh, this is absolutely what's going to happen. Like in her mind, this is how how yeah. things are going to play out. Yeah, and she doesn't. It's it's kind of weird. It's like, how do people look at her and say this is an intelligent human being? Here's the thing, though. I think people like that actually know exactly what they're doing. Oh, I, I think I think they're very clear on their intention. Like they have an agenda, and they're doing everything in their power, humanly possible, to execute on that agenda which is to have a platform to be known and and make money make money right and and as oh, long I hope as this bitch gets like a new strand of covid i, I pray <laughs> uh, like one that's specifically specifically for her and and and, and it's I like and, and and a lot of those people i feel like now look there there are the cuckoo heads for sure that are off in their own world just like kind of living in almost an alternate reality right there are those type of people too but i also firmly believe there's just as many, if not more, people who know exactly what they're doing. It, they, they, there's no uh, misconception or no like um, disconnect in their mind of like, oh, what I'm doing is wrong or right. It's, there, there is no wrong or right. The, the only thing that matters is 
do I get something out of this? Yeah. Is there something to gain? Is there self-benefit? Like she out of is this? literally like how she conducts herself and the things that she says, it's literally for her own benefit. She is the most like definitively to me, she is the most unpatriotic person ever because yeah. she would rather watch this country go into turmoil and burn in the guise of her thinking that she's doing it for this country. Right, right. She is literally a she's a, what's the word I'm looking for? Somebody who's against this country. She's a fucking an cunt. anarchist. <laughs> an anarchist. <laughs> a, cunt. a cunt anarchist. Well, that's how I see it anyways, right? Because if it's true that she's doing this stuff for self-profit because she mm -hmm. knows it's going to piss people off mm -hmm. and even if she has like an ounce of reason, she's clearly saying things to make people upset yeah, dude. so it's like come on man I, I you are the most un-american person i've ever never met controversial for the sake of being controversial because it sells yeah because it gets clicks because it gets uh views um and, and there's plenty of people in new media out she ain't that... even cute people talking about she cute and shit. What the fuck are you talking about the most basic white bitch i've ever seen in my life especially like she was born out of a waterfall out of a hairy pussy yeah, get the fuck out I, of here i mean she's she's i mean um you know to her credit though she did go on the trevor noah show and and they did have kind of like a little mini debate on there, mm -hmm. um, and and then like she'll she'll do debates with like people on the other side, mm -hmm. and and it's like when when I watch those things, it just fucking blows my mind, not in a good way. Um, but again, it gets her attention, it gets her views, it, it brings like controversy, stirs the pot, and that's what she's doing. People like her, and, and she's not alone in doing that. There's there's a lot of and I'm going to call them culprits, you yeah. know, um, who who do that type of shit. And look, man, it's working for them. Right? We're talking about her, yeah. right? It's it's playing to her agenda. Whether you're supporting her or not, as long as her oh, name and her brand, <laughs> yeah, she got you good. Uh, bro. She got me good. She dude. got you. I hope. Just please, God, if you listen, God, this is 2021. I just pray, just give her some a new strand of COVID, like one that you can't beat. At all. Like, give her a strand of COVID that'll turn her black. So she knows what it's like to be a fucking black American in America. Oh, man. She'll wake up every morning, look at her mirror, and then fucking say racial epithets to her face. <laughs> fucking bitch. Speaking of, speaking of that, you know, being a black person in America, the, the shit about Mia, uh, what was it, Mia Ponzetto? Have, have, the, mm -mm. That 22-year-old that who accused that 14-year-old kid of stealing her phone. You didn't see that? No, what's that? Oh, my God. So... I think it was, a, it happened at like a hotel and um, basically this bitch, uh, Mia, she like goes ham on this 14 year old black kid uh, and accuses him of stealing her phone and, and like charges after him. And hit, luckily the kid's dad is there and like, he's stopping her like, and, and they're confused. Like, what, what are you talking? And he's like, and she's basically saying she's convinced, absolutely certain this kid stole my phone. Like that is my, and the, and the dad is like. Is is there only you know one kind of iPhone that exists in the world? Like I, everybody has iPhones. This this one is his. He did not steal your phone. Um, she goes, I have a Huawei. Yeah. <laughs> uh, long story short, though, it, it turned out that she actually left her phone in an Uber, and, and the Uber driver had to bring well, it back. All you have to do is turn on a screen to show you it's not your phone, exactly. bitch. But but she was convinced, and and then like you know um, the the controversy behind it is that obviously the whole racial profiling. You know, that that's what she did. But it'd be one thing if she came out and was genuine in her apology. But this bitch had the audacity to give sass in, in her apology, you know? Um, well, he's black. <laughs> like, like fucking yeah, so it's just, you asshole. know, 
just another one of those kind of incidents where it's like, hey, don't say that there is a, there isn't inequality in this country, that there isn't racial profiling. This shit happens all the fucking time. No, I hear that shit, dude. It just reminds me of that kid who I think he he, he committed suicide in the jail cell because he was he was accused of stealing a backpack. You, you heard about that, no, right? No, no, I didn't. Well, this hear was about like a while one. ago, uh -huh. a long time ago, right? But oh, man, I really wish I could remember this name. Actually, I'm gonna look it up and I'll put it in the I'll put it in the actual video. Yeah. I don't want to fuck this up. But the kid got accused for stealing a, a backpack mm -hmm. and he got put to like like Alcatraz or some shit. Oh my! And God. <laughs> he didn't steal the backpack, yeah. and then he committed suicide in the jail. Oh, in, 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 the, in prison. That, that's, I mean, you have you have so much um, scenarios where that type of thing happens, and that's it's it's sad, man. It's fucked up. Um, and it just kind of goes back to the point you were making of like, when all this shit is going on at a certain point, man, it just fucks with you mentally, like mm -hmm. emotionally, spiritually, and you just have to disconnect, you know? Oh, this wasn't even, it was like in 2015, bro. Oh, that's not that long ago. Oh, actually, hold on. That's when he died. I'm sorry. Uh, -huh. uh let's see. So it's Khalif Broder. Uh -huh. That's what it is. Uh -huh. And it was going around for us. So Khalif Broder was an African-American youth from the Bronx, New mm -hmm. York was held at Rikers Island oh, jail complex without trial between yeah. 2010 and 2013 for allegedly stealing a backpack <sighs> containing valuables. During his imprisonment, Broder was in solitary confinement for two fucking years. Why is he in solitary confinement? I don't know. <laughs> two years after his release, Broder hanged himself at his parents' home. Oh, my God. His case has been cited by activists campaigning for reform of the New York City criminal justice system and has attracted widespread attention in the years following his death. That's fucking sad, man. Isn't that fucking sad, dude? That is. But, I mean, you know, it's one of many, right? One of many fucking countless cases like that and, throughout you, the country. When you hear about a case like that, you're thinking like, oh, this must have happened like in the 60s. <laughs> you know? Right? Right? Like, how? Like, ha has time really stood still for when it comes to like equal rights for people of color is what I start to really think about. And I think for people who haven't grown up around this community and have, and they haven't really seen this like first at hand, it's it's hard for them to understand, right? Because they live in a world where the law is always on their side. Mm. When something fucks up, they call the police, they, they call the cops over, the cops are on their side. Mm. So it's hard for them to process. And I have to understand and be empathetic with that to a certain degree. Yeah. Because for me, before the internet, I thought every Asian kid's experience was like my Asian uh, experience. So why when I would hear Asian people online complain about, oh, you know, people look at Asian men like they're not really manly and shit. And I'm like, maybe you because you're a bitch. <laughs> but then but then I find I listen to their story. Yeah. And it turns out they're that one or two Asian kid in all in all of high school. Right. And that was their, their only exposure to Asian people was was him in high school. Mm -hmm. They did the chinky eye shit to mm -hmm. him. They mm -hmm. emasculated him, make fun of him. Yeah. So, you know, I was very dismissive of what in certain individuals would go through because I didn't experience it. Mm -hmm. So same with these people. And what you should do is what I did is just listen. Yeah. There has to be some sort of truth to this if there's a majority of people saying the same thing. Unless you think it's some type of conspiracy where fucking every, the millions of people um, who are African-American or Black American yeah. or Asian-American, Mexican-American or whatever are all in this together just to say fuck you to every single white person in this country. Like <laughs> there has to be some type of truth in it, or that you exactly, have to listen to man. it at least. At least give somebody the respect to tell their story and then yeah. you can decide whether it's true or not. Right, right. But to outright tell somebody fuck you because I didn't go through it or I don't experience it, that yeah. when I call the cops- That ain't my reality. Yeah. So that can't be reality. Exactly. Right? 
that's kind of the uh the idea behind that but it's like dude this shit has been going on for decades and decades and decades like if you are the un under the impression that there is no truth to this right i'm not saying that every single case is is, is a you know a case that shouldn't have happened but mm -hmm. there's a good chunk of it that shouldn't have happened the way it did it's like you can't dismiss that you can't mm -hmm. look at that and be like yeah uh I've never personally seen that in my life. Well, what kind of people are you around? Are you are you around like the same group in the same kind of like um, social and economic standing, right? In Bro, society? Let, me, let, let me tell you this quick story, man. Like when, when the whole BLM stuff started happening and, you know, mm -hmm. I was very vocal about it because obviously it's a community that I've been around for a majority of my life. So mm -hmm. I understand my best friend is black, mm -hmm. you know? So when we, <laughs> I had this conversation with somebody and it was a Korean person. And for them, they live in a very secluded area. They don't really have much friends out there and their community is their small little church community. Mm -hmm. And that's really about it, mm -hmm. right? So their perspective of what they see is only with the few select people that they have around you, which is a very, which is very close-minded, right? But in their mind, how they see things is that, oh, I don't just listen to news fast and because I'm away from everything, I actually think, see things with a lot more clarity than most people. And so the conversation came up where this person, this dude said, uh, he was talking about blackface, right? He goes, mm -hmm. uh, he goes, well, there's a there's a line to where blackface can be offensive and where it can't be offensive. Mm -hmm. And I looked at him, I was like, well, how come you, you, you as an Asian person, why are you defining that? <laughs> it's not your community. Yeah. So how, how can you define that? It's not that? in your place to And say. so the, the thing that they were kind of mentioning was like, okay, well, this person for Halloween did blackface. This was years before I, who, who I knew this person was, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not getting angry. I just have to hear this story. Because mm -hmm. as a comic, I'm like, this is about to be the most fucked up thing I'm about to hear in my life. <laughs> Let me hear what you're going to say, yeah. right? So this person wanted to dress up as Kanye West. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> oh, no. they, yo, I'm not, oh, no. I can't make this shit up, right? <laughs> and look, I'm not bashing on this person yeah. because what they were saying is like, I understood what they were saying, right? And once again, this is somebody as to go, just going back to what I was saying before. Mm-hmm. Is somebody who didn't grow up around the black community at all, mm -hmm. right? But has a very, very staunch position and opinion about how this community should conduct and behave themselves when mm -hmm. it comes to stuff that offends them, Yeah, which is fucking stupid, mm -hmm. right? So Halloween dresses up as Kanye West, shares it with the church group or whatever, right? There was one person that was offended. I'm not sure if that person was black or white or whatever. It's like, hey, yo, this is a little offensive. Mm -hmm. And their argument to that was like, well, this isn't me doing blackface. I'm trying to look like Kanye West, the artist. Mm -hmm. And that's what their thing was. And they're like, okay. I was like, well, here, let me explain this to you then. All right. For you to do that, I understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. However, in order for you to do something like that, you're also being extremely dismissive of what, is, what has happened in this country. Mm -hmm. It's history. Mm -hmm. You cannot erase history, especially with stuff that's happening in this country now and things haven't really changed as much as we thought it did. Yeah. You're being very ignorant to the social climate and you're telling people not to be offended stuff because your intent was in the right place, mm -hmm. but you're also being dismissive of how people feel about the history and about how stuff like this is still happening till this day. Mm -hmm. Blackface is, is not the same. You are in the United States of America. Yeah. There are repercussions to the stuff that you do, specifically when it comes to you imitating this specific culture in this country. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to get this person to understand that. To me, it's very obvious, yeah. right? But to yeah. them, it's not. And so what they said is like, well, I would be okay if somebody, you know, dressed up as an Asian person mm -hmm. and it was, it was 
and it looked they were wearing the right stuff and mm-hmm. it looked like an Asian like they somebody dressed up as Lisa Ling mm-hmm. from um, Kill Bill is what mm-hmm. they said mm-hmm. I was like cool now imagine that they're doing the the Lisa Ling thing right perfect whatever but they get taped exactly and they pull their eyes say, yeah. all the way <laughs> the fuck back yeah right yeah, yeah. Is it still accurate or does right. it offend you? Right. And the person paused. Yeah. And they go, I can see why that would be offensive. <laughs> right? I'm like, there you so go. you do understand. There you go. You do understand yeah. because you're making a caricature of this culture. Right. Right. And just because, and, and they said like, well, when I did, I showed my friend who's a black, who's a black person and they thought that it was fine. Your one black person doesn't represent every black person in this country. Exactly. And exactly. also too, on top of that, I was like. If I looked at your yearbook and your photo book and, and a Rolodex of your history in your life, I bet you I could count on the fingers of my one single hand how many black friends you have in your life, mm-hmm. how many black people you've been around, mm-hmm. how much that culture has been around you. That is how little you've been incorporated into that culture. But look at how big your opinion is about how they should conduct themselves. If somebody did that to you about Korean culture, mm. how offended would you be about that? Yeah. What if I told you when when let's say like uh i don't know um Jap- we were still under japan's uh, uh um rule mm-hmm. right but they gave us like independence or whatever they allowed us to speak or whatever right yeah. and this might be a little hyperbolic uh an, an example right but somebody told you well that was years ago why are you still upset about it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, would yeah. you be okay with that right. you probably fucking wouldn't yeah it would be the same thing as when somebody sits here and they try to tell you as a Korean American about Korean culture and how you should feel about other people imitating Korean culture and, you know, doing whatever they want about it and having an opinion. You would feel the same. You're not seeing things through an empathetic lens. Mm. You're just trying to defend the point that you had a costume and you liked it. Yeah. How- I mean, it comes from ignorance though, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not that they had ill intent. But and that I didn't have to yell at them. Yeah. Yeah. Know? That doesn't excuse their mm-hmm. behavior and action, but you know. You, you definitely took them down the right path in, in trying to show them why this can be perceived as very offensive. To, yeah, and I think I only broke through like 10%. Mm-hmm. This was like a two-hour conversation. But that's a start, though. That's a start. I as just need to plant as, the seed. Yeah, as long as they're willing to have the conversation and try to keep mm. somewhat of an open mind, that's all you can really ask for, yeah. right? And and as long as it doesn't escalate into like uh, like a beef or like an argument or whatever, and you guys can talk mm-hmm. just in a civil way and reasonable way, mature way. That's that's all you can really hope for, man. Yeah, and you know they understood ten percent. That's that's all I could ask for. It was just like I just remember having these conversations consistently mm-hmm. with a lot of people that I, I mean, they're not homie homies, you know, but they're yeah. like on the periphery, the peripheral, right? So mm-hmm. like the periphery. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of weird, and that's where I had to kind of check myself and say like, ah, oh, that's because I grew up in a different neighborhood. So they're not going to know these things that are innately in me now because I've just been around the black community. My parents own a black beauty supply store. Yeah. I went to a predominantly black church for like seven, eight years of my life, you know, my best friends. So yeah, of course these things are going to be, uh, it's going to be, uh, I'm more knowledgeable to this stuff than you mm, yeah. are. You're more socially aware. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there's stuff that I'm not socially aware about when it comes to other people's culture. So I could only hope that somebody gives me that same grace, which is why in that conversation, I wasn't angry. But but that's the thing though, is that once, once you kind of have like that uh, foundation for understanding certain things, right? You wouldn't overstep those boundaries. You know what I mean? Just because like, let's say you understand one culture better than the other, but you're not going to do something that you might... That that might ring as something that 
possibly could be offensive or possibly might be something where you're stepping over the line because you have that sensitivity already yeah. built into you. You know what I mean? Versus yeah. if you don't have that compass guide you, then it's just kind of free for all, yeah. right? It's like, well, I didn't mean anything wrong by it, but mm. it's like, well, it is wrong though. <laughs> yeah, because and you should recognize reasons. that, yeah. right? And, and for you to tell people not to be offended by it when yeah. it's something that doesn't affect you on a personal scale yeah. is odd to me. It's a little insensitive. Yeah. Not even on a race issue, just for any type of stuff that you're going to deal with later on in the future. Mm -hmm. If that's how you deal with it, it's yeah. basically you consistently saying, this is how I feel, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And like, I, I give a perfect example for that, that, you know, since we were speaking about the Asian thing, it'd be like, a group of people walking into an Asian person's home, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say you have no familiarity with how Asians are in the house, in their household. And you see a group of people taking off their shoes and you see that and you recognize that, but you decide, ah, fuck it. And you just, keep walking. Yeah, and you just keep walking in. Like you didn't necessarily have an Ill, Ill intent there. You know, you, it can be excused as I didn't know, but also you're not paying attention to the science there either, yeah. you know? It's like if, if if everybody's kind of doing that, there must be some significance to that, yeah. right? And you don't want to do that with me. I'll fuck your shit up, dude. I will literally chop your <laughs> fucking drop feet kick off. you yeah. the moment you fucking step I was like, up. oh, you want to do the widest thing then? Fine, yeah. I'll do the most Chinese thing on earth. I'm going to go to your dining table. I'm going to put my foot up like this and I'm going to chew with my mouth open. Like, <laughs> you fucking bitch. Let's play this game. Let's play the fucking cultural battle game right now. I will fuck your shit up. I will pee in a bottle and leave it at your doorstep. <laughs> You motherfucker. I'm a country rule Asian motherfucker, dude. Play that game with me. Yeah, it's that was the weird part, I think, last year was me just having to have these conversations a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I uh, I remember this conversation I had with a kid at a college, and this was highly disappointing, and it was a little, I want to say obnoxious, but it, it's, it, it kind of highlighted uh, an issue that I think that I tend, that I was ignoring a lot because I never saw it in front mm -hmm. of me. But there was a kid at a college, and I've addressed this before multiple times on a podcast. When I grew up, I used to say the N-word profusely. Mm -hmm. That was my shit. Mm -hmm. I used to end every sentence with it, you know? <laughs> That's just how everybody spoke in Sacramento, yeah. Bay Area. Everybody knows, too, in the Bay Area. It's still like that till this day. Yeah. For me, because I'm on a socially conscious platform now, I don't really care to say it anymore. Yeah. It's not really a big deal. I'm yeah. not, what, am I going to fight for that shit? Yeah. It's like, no. Like every now and then, if I'm drunk, it's going to slip out, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm going to check myself though. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So when <laughs> this kid asked me at a college show, he goes, Hey David, like you grew up with a lot of black people and stuff like that. You know, like it's all, you know, and like, you know, I feel like hip hop culture is so, uh, it's widespread now because of music and stuff. Like, you know, when I grew up, you know, like in an area where there was like black and Mexican people too, but he was like, but you became, if I said, you know, the N word. Right. And I'm like, no, I looked at him. I was like. No. Yeah. Why would you ask me that? Yeah. I was like, number one, two, I'm not your black ambassador. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't got a pass that I could just hand I out. Know, the do beer. I have this? Do I have this fucking uh fucking uh, uh Coachella your, yeah. ticket for you? Here's to your go golden ticket, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you're good. It was such a weird. If you're listening to this podcast, that's one of the dumbest fucking things you ever asked me. You could have ever asked anybody. And so when I heard that shit, I was kind of like, what do these kids expect? Yeah. And it's, what is your tie to this word mm. that you feel? That you, that you have a right to say it, right? Again, ignorance, bro. Ignorance, yeah. man. And then That's why ask me? And I bet is. you too, you would have never asked a black person. You're asking me because you think I'm safe. <laughs> I'm not the safe one. Yeah. Like, that's a dumb question. Yeah. If, 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 if a culture, even within that culture is yeah. 
kind of confused about the usage of the word, yeah. maybe that's something that we should just fuck off with. Like, just let them figure it out. That's mm-hmm. their thing. It's mm-hmm. it, There's a lot of pain towards it, right? Mm-hmm. Tim told a great story uh, to me a while ago, and I'm pretty sure he told it on his podcast, but he, he, he said he used to say it a lot too. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment when he went into the bathroom, Tim, my bad if I'm telling your story, but if I'm, if I'm butchering it, but he said that there was a time where he was in a bathroom and there was these two white kids in a stall um, and they were saying the N word crazy, mm-hmm. like, like a machine gun, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and there was an older black gentleman in the, in the bathroom too. And he just, you know, Tim and him kind of made eyes with each other and you know, the, and he was kind of irritated. He kind of just shook his head like, fuck, you know, and he kind of left and Tim was shaking his head too. But then he stopped for a second. He was like, wait, I'm them too. Yeah. I'm guilty too. Yeah. And this yeah. is when he was super young. And from then on, he just stopped saying the word. Yeah. Right. Um, but that just kind of goes to show it's like, where is our place in this, in this culture and society? Because I think the, the hard part for a lot of people um, is that if they feel like sometimes, and once again, I'm just speaking from my personal perspective that people are taking, you're taking all the positive without taking the negative. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. how come you get to have all this culture that we built up through being uh, oppressed? Right. Yeah. And then you get all the benefits. And when it comes down to helping us out, you're like, that's your problem. Right, you just right. walk off. I like, mean, appropriation at its finest. Right. Yeah. It sucks. You yeah. Know? For sure. So, I mean, that's, that's uh, definitely something um, that, People should be more sensitive or try to at least be Mm -hmm. more sensitive about even if you haven't grown up in a certain environment or whatever. Being culturally sensitive is not that hard if you just pay attention a little bit. You know, that's all you got to really do. And and if if by accident you are overstepping your bounds and somebody checks you on that, listen, listen to it. Don't just automatically get defensive and be like, no, no, I didn't mean anything by it. I'm like, I didn't I didn't I didn't mean to offend anybody. Yeah, that might be the case, but if you did something that's offending somebody or a group of people, chances are you fucked up, you know? And and it's a moment to be able to reflect, think about it, learn and improve. You know yeah. what I mean? And if we're like Asian Americans out there, it's like, you know, like that, uh, like that one white dude that you met, he dated an Asian girl mm-hmm. and suddenly he's like doing Asian accents. It's like, bro, I will stab you right here on the spot. I don't give a fuck where you put your dick. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. I, will cu- I will gut you like a fucking fish. Exactly. Get that shit out of my fucking face. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Same shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure when you're in those situations, very odd. And I've been in those situations before. Mm-hmm. Literally, I'm telling you this as an example that I've seen multiple times where I had to check somebody mm-hmm. where this dude either grew up with like a Korean best friend or a Chinese best friend or dated some fucking Chinese girl. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they're coming out with like these Russell Peter jokes right in front of my face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, bro, I will fuck you up. Speaking of Chinese, uh, did you see recently that Alexander Wang got me too'd? Alexander, you're talking about the the designer? designer. Yeah, yeah. So there's been uh, people who have come out and spoken against them about like how he's um, sexually abused them, raped them. Um, <gasps> yeah. And this motherfucker was quiet for a few days. And then uh, he posted on, on his account that, oh he's, that he's fighting against this now. Now he's playing the victim card. And he's, he got raped? No, no. He's saying I'm innocent. Okay. That I, I did nothing wrong. You know, and that all these people are just telling lies and that they're going to do everything in their legal power to like hold them accountable. And it's like, what? Okay. It's not just one person coming out. There's, there's multiple people coming out right now talking about this, right? Yet all these people who are friends, 
might might even have an endorsement from him you know maybe he's, he's, their brand sponsors them whatever mm-hmm. it's kind of quiet on the matter right oh that's when you know this motherfucker did some shit it, it's it, and it's like where how do you where, where do you draw the line with that you know like i can understand like for example if if i was a, a fan of let's say I was just a, a huge fan of Alexander Wang's line and, and all the shit that he does. But then if there's kind of uh, enough things that surface where it comes into doubt, my thing isn't going to be, yeah, fuck these fools who are <laughs> saying yeah. shit. They're just slandering your name. I'm going to be like, ooh, there might be something here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And I think in his position, he was probably trying to think about how should he respond to this? If he should respond at all, and then when Al- finally, Alexander Wang is is gay, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so there's been I don't want to make an assumption, but I know yeah. what Alexander Wang looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. My man looked like yeah, you know, so, gay Luke. Yeah, there's been there's been um trans and and like you know gay people coming out saying you know that Alexander Wang drugged them, you know did did some shady shit, uh, and and it's like other people have been around when these things were happening um and like one person even kind of alluded to the things that alexander wang uh has done and does do in jest right just kind of like as a joke and, and so there there had to have been like some sort of awareness that this kind of shit was going on but it it, it kind of made me wonder too man like in in that world of like celebrities just having that type of fame money and power like how much off shit gets past his normalcy oh that's just him being him that's just her being her oh yeah so what if he roofied they, they just want to party and it's like what do you mean so what yeah this, this motherfucker is trying to get this person to lose consciousness or or, or like uh, make poor decisions because their judgment is off so they could take advantage of them. Dude, let me tell you something. I have gone to some weird ass events and parties, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where I, I've seen people who look like they are soulless human beings. I'm not just saying this just to add to this conversation. Yeah. If you guys ever become in a position where you, you get to be, I would say, I don't know, you know, use the word privy, but mm-hmm. you know, you're privy to all these type of like parties and shit. Yeah. You'll see some of these weird soulless For motherfuckers sure, walk around and how they behave themselves and yeah. the, the things that they do. Yeah. It's it's odd. Like for example, like here's something great. I don't know what it is about. And I I'm attribute. I used to attribute this to white people shit, but I think it's just people with money shit. Mm-hmm. They do stuff that's out of the social norm, but for some reason it's okay. Like I've seen dudes like walk up to a girl at a party and they kind of lightweight know them. They're mm-hmm. like, what? Like what's up? They're not gay. This is not a gay dude yeah. walking up and they just go in and grab a tit and they're like, oh, that's just him being him. And right. I'm like, right. That's what, what I'm saying. That's what I'm what saying. Fucking world would yeah. that ever be okay? But, you know? but I feel like it's 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 such a um, foreign situation to be in because it's like the person is literally flexing their power and their status on you, yeah. their, their their fame, their wealth, whatever. And you just being a normal ass person, you're not quite sure how to respond to it. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's okay because he or she is and everybody else is doing it yeah and, like, or, and, and everybody fuck? else seems to just kind of be cool with it so maybe i'm just overreacting internal like that it's that type of environment you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so it's it, it's just like it just makes you wonder how rampant like this type of shit is within that kind of elite community of people you know 
Um, I mean, money, money talks. Like, they, oh yeah, if you're a rich person, yeah, and this is how they sometimes allow people to do certain things because number one, they are uncomfortable in that situation. They mm -hmm. don't know anybody, right? And number three, they also know that because, and this is what people are talking about, why power is abused a lot is because it's also on the other hand of the person who who this happens to that knows that they want something from this person. Yeah, yeah. Which exactly. I always tell people, it's like, hey, fuck all that stuff, mm -hmm. right? Like, keep your integrity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, this person may have power and they might be able to create opportunity, but you don't want it like that. And trust me, it's going to fuck you up, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And because other people normalize it within that group, yeah. they make that person feel bad for feeling like a victim. Exactly. exactly. And, and there might even be kind of an instance of like, maybe you respect and admire this person. And then the fact that this person you respect and admire is showing you that kind of attention. Yeah. Oh, he grabbed Likes. my tits. I, I, I guess I should feel I'm special. In. You yeah. know, like, I, I guess I should like that. They make you feel like you're a buzzkill. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've been in those situations too where, For sure. where some dudes like, because, you know, how we grew up, yeah. if I don't fucking know you, don't touch me. <laughs> you know? Like, I've seen dudes, like, in these parties, they're like, what's up? Look, I'm friends with blah, 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 blah. Cool. Yeah. And this guy just comes up, leans on my shoulder, starts talking in my ear. Yeah. And I stare at this dude with like a death stare. Like, yeah, yo, like, don't fucking touch fuck, me. bro? You yeah. know? Exactly. You know, and they feel the animosity. Yeah. But that's normal. Mm -hmm. That's some normal shit. I'm sorry. In my world anyways, you don't just grab my shit and right. lean up on me with right. your fucking alcoholic breath right. in my ear. Right. Like, bro, I don't know you like that. Yeah. You know? But, but again, it's that environment, right? Yeah. Where it makes you second guess what your instinct is saying. That your instinct is, is saying, yo, what the fuck? But yeah. then you look around, everyone's just kind of like laughing and not even noticing what's obnoxious. Hey, true story though. First time I went to a club. I turned when I turned 18, mm -hmm. right? Not not like on the day of, but um after I turned 18, there was this uh, spot in downtown where it was, they had like kind of like an Asian night, right? And and for the Asian night it was 18 and over. So okay. you could get in and but then you get like an X on your hand so you can't buy alcohol, but you could get an 18 and over. Um it's my first time going to a club, like a legit club, and um like they were chilling or whatever and um I start dancing with this girl and then two of her friends come over and then they start getting really fucking freaky on me. And then like one of them starts like straight up rubbing, like grinding her pussy on my leg. And then like a few minutes into it, one of them straight up grabbed my dick. And I said, right, hello. <laughs> I, and and then I bring this up because it was like, I guess this shit happens. Like, and is this normal? Yeah, I guess this shit. Am I the odd man out here? Yeah, like, I'm not going to say that I didn't like it. <laughs> you know I'm what I'm like, saying? Oh, I'm, I'm I like. 18. I got, you know, yeah. the, the girls are, are, are attractive and, you know, but, but it, you know what I mean? Like there is still that trigger where it's like, that's not normal. Yeah. But then I second guess myself because I'm like, I'm in an environment that I'm not familiar with and maybe this shit just kind of happened. I love clubbing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. Let's, let's, hey, but that's look, sometimes people on drugs, dude, they yeah. don't know what the fuck yeah. is going on. Yeah. When, I, 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 when I was at this uh, bar once, there was one girl, she was, she was drunk as hell. Uh -huh. And this is the most, you know, when I look back at it now, especially because of COVID and sanitary reasons, yeah. I'm like, no, this bitch is nasty. <laughs> yeah. Well, now and then is, is yeah. a complete different it, story. It, it, like since COVID, it's, it's allowed me to think about how many filthy situations I've been in and it was just mm -hmm. completely okay. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, oh, fuck it. Where, where was I? Was this in Boston? I think I was in Boston. Mm. I want to say Boston. Young lady, you were very nice. But, <laughs> well, I was very young too at the time. So we were on the same age. Yeah. But we were, uh, <laughs> we were on the dance floor, right? Mm -hmm. And this girl, 
she was super touchy feely, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this is the this has never ever happened to me again before. Only one time in my life. But this will literally grab my hand and put it down in her pants on the dance floor. And she wanted me to finger her on the dance wow. floor. Wow. Right. And I was like, this woman is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but you know know what though that's not like too uncommon yeah because people are drunk you know i know for sure but i've never usually it's like i've i mean the dick grab stuff happens Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. grinding up on each other yeah yeah i've never had a girl grab my wrist like i was a child in trouble yeah (laughs) you know and put it down and and she wanted me to finger her yeah now Mm -hmm. of course i did but (laughs) (laughs) let (laughs) <laughs> fantastic I did not finger that woman aged 24 years uh, uh, a certain province in asia showers daily showers daily and there is no turf on the grass but uh, <laughs> scorch the earth yeah but i just remember and the reason why i never took her to to my room or my hotel is i looked at her this bitch's pupils were dilated she was fucking oh she, she was, was on one on one yeah. dude i'm like Mm, this looks a little uh well thank you for that but i think i, like, I will you make are my blasted yeah. and i wasn't even drunk so yeah. i felt dirty you know uh-huh. i was like uh-huh. mm, i'm not i don't want to fuck a girl that's like on some shit like yeah. this is this is weird yeah i i actually had that too i had um a situation well i didn't finger the girl but then i was dancing with her and she was basically guiding my hand like she wanted me to grab her tits and then basically like you know feel her up down there and i was like okay this is uh, definitely not the norm per se, but it's not so uncommon. Like it does happen when people are just kind of like into the the like the mood and, and maybe into you and they they got, you know, alcohol in them, maybe even drugs in them. And they just, they get really into it, you know? I know. And, and shit happens, but fingering. Bravo. <laughs> Because it was consensual. I remember her fucking. I was like, "This bitch is on one right now, dude." She's not gonna remember who the fuck I am. I mean, it, it sounded like she was really horny in that moment. Maybe, maybe she was. She was on E. Maybe she was. Oh, on... she was for sure on E. Yeah. She was. She was yeah. fucking buzzed. And she, I don't know. It's like she just needed your hand as a tool, like to dog. You know what the funniest part? I uh-huh. just remember this shit was like when literally when I was fingering her, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like feeling it. Like I'm talking about like she's like her hand is like running through my hair. That's uh-huh. when I was like, yo, this bitch is like, she doesn't know where she's at. Yeah, she doesn't But care. there was a dude that looked yeah. at me and went. <laughs> he gave the not bad face. Okay. And yeah. I'm like, hey, I'm fingering a girl in public right now. This yeah. shit is nuts. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you would think, hey, shit, I got anxiety issues, right? And I'm like, am I literally fucking somebody in public yeah yeah you know i'm like this is not me well the, the good thing is it's dark you know and it's like loud not dark and... enough this guy made direct <laughs> eye contact with me he's like bro you are literally finger banging the fuck out of a girl right in front of my eyes and i'm like hey Dude, man what the fuck was this guy doing was he just watching i think he, I think he was just shocked he was what? like no but like how do you like you know because like so much movement and shit is happening like was this dude just kind of like standing around and just watching no, he was people? dancing with his girl oh. or whatever i'm not sure if it was uh-huh. his girl or whatever but uh, he was oh, with somebody else it just else. happened to it just happened he's okay, just okay uh, but this girl though i'm talking about she is like she's she was definitely on e or has uh, to be i don't yeah. know i've never done e yeah, yeah. but i'm assuming yeah fucking dilated pupils right, and shit right, you know right. what i mean she's like fucking horny as hell because i'm i'm behind her because uh-huh. she was grinding it up on me mm. and then she grabs me and puts right <laughs> i remember she's just like this stupid eye contact mm. it's funny how it's all coming back she goes she goes don't pay attention to them <laughs> she actually noticed because she's literally like i'm so if i'm behind her she's in front of me yeah 
I'm fingering her, and then she has her hair and hands up in my hair, just rubbing my hair. Uh-huh. I'm like, damn, this bitch look crazy right now. <laughs> and that's when you kind of snap out of it. It's like, yeah. she's not even trying to be discreet about the shit. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I feel dirty right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, she didn't give a fuck. So, you know, she, she it seemed like she enjoyed herself. No no, no harm done there, right? No. She wanted it. She used Meryl's going to listen to this podcast and be like, you are a filthy human <laughs> you being. You are a disgusting <laughs> Human be- hey man, you always call me a dis. I've never done anything like that. Hey, how dare you? Hey, let me tell you something else. It was not my idea. But you I did was- it. It was not you my idea. You participated. Watch when this bitch turned on the lights. The lights turned on. She goes, "Oh my god! I thought you were way cuter." I'm like, "Hey, what's happened? Happened?" Oh, and man. you just trapped me. Okay, I feel used. Yeah, me you just too. used me as a fucking tool for I your know. needs. Use uh, me as a dildo. Uh, yeah, exactly. Glor- glorified fucking vibrator. Oh. You, you want me to tell you some random shit at, that also happened at that club? What? That day, that, that girl grabbed my dick. Um, I was uh, I was chilling, and then I see two dudes walking. And, like, now, mind you, the club wasn't popping. It was maybe, like, I don't know, 50, 60% capacity, right? So, like, the place, you know, there's crowds, but then there's definitely, like, some empty spots, too. And then I look, and, and uh, it, you know, the reason why it caught my attention, because it's, like, pretty much predominantly Asian mm-hmm. and it was two black guys coming in. So I look and I'm like, wait, why the fuck do I, do they look so familiar? So I, I, I look a little closer and then they walk into the VIP section and they're the, literally the only ones in the VIP section, just them two. And then they're just kind of chilling and kind of scoping the place out. And I, and I look and, and I fucking realize you, you would not believe who the fuck it was fucking gangstar. It was guru. Oh, and Primo. really? I was like, what the fuck is Guru and Primo doing at an 18 and over Asian night club where it's not even popping? They like Asian yeah, girls. That, that's what I figured. But, you know, me being a fucking fan, I was like, yo, it's my fucking opportunity to meet gangsters. You just came up to me. I did. Hey, I excuse did. me. Uh, my back pussy very tight. <laughs> you want to, you want to, my back pussy very tight. So um, I took the opportunity to uh, engage them. And you know how they, uh, at the reserve tables, they got those little placards that says, you know, reserve, yep. whatever. I just grabbed one of those and then I ripped one and I went up to the Yale. Hey, Guru Primo, I'm a huge fan, you know, been a fan of your music for years. Can I, can I get a signature real quick? Because, you know, back then we didn't really have the smartphones or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's still like signatures. So I got, I got their signature on the, on the back of a reserve placard that I just ripped. And then um, they were there. I slapped hands with them, told them thanks. And then they, they, they stuck around for maybe like 15 more minutes and they just bounced. I, I think they came to, to, to hunt. But and they didn't like what they saw. Yeah, they didn't like what they saw. They Do you still bounced. have that signature somewhere? I don't know, dude. I, I have no idea what I did with it. I mean, it might be in like a storage box somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, at my parents' place. But yeah, it's crazy. I, I don't remember. Yes, it was so fucking random. This fool was looking for a little Asian honey. <laughs> so, I, you know, it was like a great first experience into like the club. I was like, yo, man, I grinded with three girls at once. One of them grabbed my dick. I met fucking Gangstar. Oh, yeah, I was like, this is a fantastic <sighs> night. Now I'm like questioning, like, should I leave that part up? Does Mary listen to this podcast? You can't cut that out. That's a, that's a great fucking story, man. Hey, and, and hey, the, that was the past. This was years exactly, ago. That's what I'm saying. It was like 10 years it's ago. Not, it's not like you did this yesterday. It was like 22 years you old. you did this yesterday, I'd be like, ooh, Dave. You gotta yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. This is like 22 yeah. years old. Yeah. Like young, young David. Yeah, no. I mean, come on, man. We all oh, did. It was a all... glorious day. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> it was a glorious night. I just couldn't. I just couldn't believe what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, that's that's definitely a more unique experience than the most 
most people's club experiences. For you know sure. what's so sad too is like the girl had to be on drugs for that to happen. <laughs> hey, whatever the case is, she hey, was enjoying young, herself. You were enjoying yourself. I'll take what I can at that age. Yeah, the other guy was enjoying himself. Watch. I know, he was shocked. I remember his eyes. He was like, "Okay," <laughs> and I looked at him like. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe this is going on either, but Is this how they do it in Boston? <laughs> yeah. You know? I love Boston. I know, Boston is great. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, guys. <laughs> on that note. On that note, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. You can find Edric at Ed2. Uh, write down in the comments what you thought about, you know, the, the state of this country and how this podcast ended with pussy grabbing. <laughs> consensual. Irony. Consensual. We'll see you all next time. All right, peace. peace. <laughs>